Board Game Basics, episode number 13. I'm Patrick. And I'm Robert. Each episode we'll try and talk about a board game and a card game. This week we're only talking about two board games. We um, missed out on the chance with the other one. Yes. The card game. So, what are the board games? Well, um, the Game of Life Empire and Warhammer Underworld Shadespire. Oh yes, that's right. We are going to do Shadespire last mm. week and we didn't get that. Um... When I went to my friend's party, that Warhammer Shadespire, well, Warhammer set up. Oh, the big one. Yeah, the big massive one, and it was like a permanently set up version. Yeah, I have to come have a look at that. It it will be good cool. to see. Uh, I think it'll be expensive and time consuming. Yeah, and, and they um had these. All the models were painted. Yeah, much. which is what we really need Mum to go and do, don't we? Yeah, or me. Yeah, well, you could try. Okay, so it's been a bit of a eh, week for me just because I rolled my ankle playing football, Aussie rules, on Monday night and I've been pretty much not been able to walk since. Mm. It's a bad sprain. So we got to play some games the other day, yeah. which was cool. We played Clank. We played our friends Clank. Uh, we've played that a few times now. Yeah, we played that last night. And what else? I got to play Lord of the Rings card game that's the one that i wanted to play i like the look of it yeah it's actually a fun little game like you know how we sort of played pokemon for quite a while a few years ago it's like a much harder version of that Mm. but it was quite fun actually i really want to have another go to the point where i've been like looking on uh, bgg for a second hand one but in australia there's only two when one of them's a bit expensive second hand so might have to work out what to do but I really would like to try yeah. Arkham Horror, the card game, because we like Al Cthulhu. Mm. We've got a fair bit of Australia uh, playing oh, as well. I've defeated the old ones twice now. I defeated it solo, and I defeated it with three people. Yeah, we found, we're finding it a bit easy to beat the old ones, and then it's a matter of, okay, how high a score can I get? But you know, I'm going to mix some of the rules up and try and make it mega, mega hard. I don't want to do that. To see how it goes. Okay. Right, now, so I'm just going to read the setup yep. of the Game of Life Empire. Well, hold on. Do you want to first start with the history? Right here. Of the Game of Life, because there's a bit of history there. That history. You might find. The game was originally created in 1960 oh, <laughs> by Milton Bradley. Milton Bradley, yep. As the checkered Game of Life. Oh, bless you. That's the checkered game of life. And was the first game created by Bradley, a successful... Lithographer. His most important product to that point had been... Yeah, a portrait of Abraham Lincoln. (laughs) Oh, bless you. (laughs) Uh, With a clean-shaven face, which did not do well once Lincoln grew his famous beard. We should do a little... Chat about some of these mm. um, older guys one day. Okay. The game has sold 45,000 copies by the end of its first year, like many 19th century games, such as The Mansion of Happiness, Happiness by S.B. Ives. Ives. In 1843, it had a strong moral message. Yeah, a strong moral message. 45,000 copies. I would say that's a lot because the population was nowhere near what it is these days. 
Okay, then if you move down, so this is all on Wikipedia, if we move down to the modern game, it then talks about, uh, in 1960, the modern version of the Game of Life was introduced, which was a collaboration uh, between a couple of guys. It consists of a track which passes along, over and through small mountains, buildings and other features. Player travels along the track in a small plastic car. According to the spins of a small wheel on the board with spaces numbered 1 through 10. Each car has six holes into which pegs are added as the player gets married, acquires children. Um, some early modern editions have eight cars. Eh? Well, there you go. Uh, there is also a bank which includes money, um, 5,000, 10,000, up to 100,000 bills. Um, car, life, fire... Homeowners insurance policies. Um, depends on, on which one you get, as well as you can get some stock notes and, and things like that. Yeah. The one right. we've got, though, is... Here's the Game of Life Empire. Well, we did have the Game of Life... No, I had the Game of Life The Simpsons one. Yeah, this is my Game of Life Empire. But we donated that to a holiday yeah. house, and you got this for Christmas, so yeah. we kept right. this one. So, set it up. Put the spinner onto its base on the game board. Separate the cards into four decks, Action, Empire, Korea and Hot List. Shuffle the Empire and Action decks separately and put each deck face down by the game board. Four, place all the brand tiles face down and shuffle them. Put one on each brand space on the game board. Then turn them all face up. Brand tiles are... are Colour specific. Pacific. Pink, blue, green and yellow. Choose a player to be the blanker. Give each player 7k. So one of the five hunt thousand and one of the two two of the one thousand. The bank looks after the bank's money and gives you salary and you pass or land on a payday space. They also look after the pegs or follows. Put the pegs aside for now. Shuffle the career deck, then deal each player two career cards. First thing you do, choose your favourite and tell everyone what you choose. Leave your other career leave your career card face up in front of you. Put all unused career cards back in the box. Career cards are so specific and tell you. So the career cards, they're a bit different to what you're used to in the normal game of life. Because in this one, they have, you might be... That's the hot list. Yeah, that's a hot list. Okay, you might be a video game tester. Uh, and the bonus number, whenever you spin two, your game hits the charts. Take any brand. Right. And because you're, you're aiming to get six brands, that, that's a good one. And your salary just goes up for each person. Yeah. Right, your salary. Collect salary when you pass or land on payday spaces. Salary increases as you collect followers pegs, which you said your bonus number. If you spin your number at the start of your turn, you just sealed a big deal. Take any of your brand. Seven, take a, the hot list card that matches your chosen career. You'll need to fill your hot list with certain brands to win. Have a look around the brand tiles on the game board to find the ones you want and find the ones you want. As the video game tester, for example, you must collect Xbox, one other green brand, and a blue brand. 
and any other three to fill your card and win. So Leave on this card face up and you in, in front of you too. Yeah, so I've got the hot list one here for the video game tester. And on the back, it's got two green squares, one blue square, and, and three blanks. Xbox. So we need to get Xbox, another green one, a blue one, and then three of any type. And these are spread out around the board on on their little mm. location maps in a random order. Oh, yeah, is it random? Yeah, random. Yeah. Okay, do you want to keep going there? So... Then the aim of the game, did we talk uh, about... Eight. Give each player two Empire cards. Read them now, but keep them secret. Play them at any time during the game. On your turn or on anyone else. Tip, keep them in your hand so you don't forget them. Yeah, because it's easy to go, oh, damn, I forgot yeah. that. Choose a vehicle and then choose your path. Look at the brands your hot list needs. Place your vehicle on the centre life space, pointing in the direction you've chosen. More than one... One vehicle can travel on the same path. The youngest player starts. Play continues clockwise. So the aim of the game is to be the first person to get all six brands. Yeah, which I reckon is a lot easier than the original game of life. The Simpsons one we had, I didn't really enjoy. That's why we don't have it anymore, I guess. Uh, this one was a lot quicker and a lot easier to play because all you're trying to do is fill up your cards... You collect some money around these, the routes, the, the boards are yeah. similar, but the path's a bit different. Oh, and once you've filled up your card, you need to get back into the, to the centre to, um, to win. So I'll just say the brands. There's Billboard, Burger King, Candy Crush, Cat, Food Network, Guitar Hero Live, Tomato, the Hens Tomato Ketchup, Le yeah. uh, the Jeans... Uh, Leaves. Levi's. <laughs> Le Levi's. NASA. Nick Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. That's an American TV Polaroid. channel. Polaroid. Pump. No. Palmer. Razor. Skype. Transformers. Universal Studios. Virgin. Wilson. Xbox and Yahoo. Well, there you go. Some some names, I guess, of the millennium that people know. Puma is that one that you were saying there. I keep saying Pumper, but it's... <laughs> you confused me when we were playing. I'm like, huh? What What are you talking about? Um, so, the game, it says on BGG that, it's, that it gets a rating of five. It's expected. Um, it's two to four players, 30 to 60 minutes, age eight plus. For me, I prefer this than the basic one. Do you remember playing the other one? Nah. Nah, because I, I think we only played it a couple of times and you were younger. I don't think I played it. Whereas this is a bit easier. There's, mm. there's not complicated. And you actually, it actually has signs on the board that says, Risky Road, Safe Road. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. keep wanting you to take the Risky Road because that... I'm like, there's a brand that you should get. It stops me from getting it. And he doesn't listen, and you don't listen. Of course not. Did you mention the um, that when you land on the board spaces, so there's the action space where you take the top action card? Yep. So the action pile, did you mention that? No. Yeah, so, and this one says, okay, fit for a king. Tell everyone what you'd do if you ruled the world to take this brand. So if you can just tell everyone what you'd do 
You can just go and then take Burger King. Well, I'd plant trees, make the world a bit more safer. Or this one here, the NASA Journey to Mars. Do your best 10 to 1 countdown and lift off noise to take this brand. I stole that one off you. Well, come on then, give me your best 10 to 1. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Blast off. Okay, I have to give you that card now. (laughs) Uh, Another one here, Just this is just for some reference points, which makes it a bit of fun. Laugh it up, Nickelodeon. Uh, tell your favourite joke to take this brand. But if you already have these, you get 100,000. You can tell jokes at the end. Um, so that, that that brings a bit of fun into the game. It's something I can easily get to the table with the two kids and mum. Uh, there's stop spaces. When you hit them, you've got to stop um, and then choose which pass it will take next. Brand spaces, if there's a brand on the space, you can seal the deal, The deal, pay the amount to the bank and put it on your hot list card and um, you can just leave it there if you don't want it. Again, if there's no thing there, you take an action card, which have those fun ones on there. Payday spaces, when you pass over or land on one, you collect your salary from the bank and your follower spaces. So if you land on a follower space, pick up a peg in the color of your choice, pop it into your vehicle, they help you um, get the brands you want and increase your salary on payday. Payday. So you can only have four four in your card to be able to do that. And that's a bit of fun. Oh, and the little tokens here. Um, what are they? They're NASA rocket ship, a digger. A um, virgin plane and a Nick. No, a Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon blimp. blimp. <laughs> All right, well, there you go. What... Uh, what sort of a rating are you going to give it? That it's rated. So it's five rated five point zero. Yeah. For two to four players. Yeah. Thirty I'd... to sixty minutes. H eight plus, and the weight is. Yeah, they, they don't know. Because there's no one that's really going to be putting their tips in on this one, probably. But what do you think your rating is? Ah, uh, I don't know. I'll give it a. It's, if I was giving the other game of life a five, I'd give this one a, a six and a half. I reckon around a, a eight and a nine. All right, because it has like real brands in it. Yeah, it does, like and so you can the kids can relate. And to it that. gives you a little bit of um, where I read the brands off. It gives you a little bit of think talk about it. Yeah, not that we're brand people. No, <laughs> that's too expensive. Okay, anything else to say on that? No. Okay, so now we're going to talk about Warhammer Shade Spire. It's rated at 8.1. It's for two to six players, 30 minutes playing time. It's best with two because it has to be because it's only two, two players. Yeah, you can put two core you can sets have together. Four. Yeah, you can put the You can put together. the two Warhammer... You can buy two of the Warhammer Shade Spire sets, yeah. these ones. The base because you need the boards. Put, and put... Buy two of the sets and then put them together, and then there's two of the same team. Yeah, but unfortunately, it's like yeah. eighty or ninety dollars to buy. No, this. it's fifty one that I just saw. On no, it. yeah, but that's in America, don't yeah. forget. We don't so live over there. We have to pay more. Min playing thirty minutes playing time, age twelve plus, weight two point four two, or so two and a half, or two, and so eight point one. Um, 
Now, this is our entry into Warhammer World. We'd never mm. played it. Uh, we're just sort of giving it a go. It's a fun... Uh, we actually got this because it had been recommended as a good game two-player so that we could get into learning to move around and battle each other. I have a few problems that I seem to struggle with on this game. But anyway... I don't. Do you want to perhaps read just on BGG? Now, it looks like this is what um, they've put on there when they released the game in 2017. But anyway, mm. give it a bit of a read. Warhammer Underworlds is a, ke- is a tactical arena combat game. This is a system designed for balanced small-scale tactical games that can be played quickly and easy by easily by anyone, but which even experienced players will find challenging to master. The game rules are designed with competitive and and play in mind (laughs) matches can be played in under 45 minutes on a smaller surface than our large larger scale games and will be ideal for clubs or tournament play and not only that we'll be fully supporting an organization an organized play system for this game right from one from day one I think that was what they wanted they wanted to be able to have a uh, an opportunity to have people vying for to win, and then they can go forward in a competition. Because with the big Warhammer situation, that's a bit hard, a bit long. Whereas this is like forty-five minutes, bang, move on to the next game. You could spend a day going through ten we games. We did or, two of these yesterday. Yeah, I know. We only took thirty minutes, so your tactic, your tactic used to be like come and bash me up, oh, yeah, but, but then I would kill you in one go because my ones do three and one of them does two. Yeah, but that's because you stick me with the red guys, the blood reavers. Yes. Um, anything else we need to read off there? The um, oh, it one in it won a, a um award. Oh, Twenty seventeen 20... Golden Geeks Best Two Player Board Game nominee. Yeah, so uh, just the nominee there. So it's the game is played using unique dice, where it's got the little symbols on there. Support yeah. a big like. Two different supports. Yeah, shields. shields. Depending if you're attacking, attacking or defending. I'm just reading out the defense. Dodge, criticals on the defense. Mm-hmm. And attack, it is support. Mm-hmm. The other support. Mm-hmm. Hammer, like a oh, yeah. warhammer. Yeah. And so- swords and criticals. Yeah, so damage or critical hit. Um, there's also uh, some card decks. So there's one where you get your objectives and then out on the... On the board, we place and the And there little... are these extra cards which we've got in our decks at the moment. Yeah. So, we'll, first of all, just do the objectives. Mm-hmm. So, you, you put out... There's five of them. You randomly tip them up. You put them... You place them out They're in objects. order. objects. Yep. Put them on. Flip them over. Set up your, where you're going to put your people. Then you get the objective cards. And one of them might be... End your round. End the round on... Uh, the objective one. So, and Wait, you get no. one glory point. Finish the round. Finish this round mm-hmm. holding objective one whatever it is. Yeah. 
And that gets you a glory point. Because to win this game, it's the glory person points. who has the most glory points at the end of the game. Whether well, you're dead or alive, is, I don't think it matters. you just got to have the most well, glory Well, the good thing points. is, if you have glory points, you can actually spend them on cards, but you don't lose them. They just get flipped over. Yeah, so as you collect so, them... As I collect them, I normally go, oh, I'm gonna, I've got a good card here, so I'm going to spend that, and it makes my person better. Yeah, you upgrade his strength mm. or his defense or... Yeah, my ones, the ones that I normally use can um, not move far... And but they are um, easily inspired. Yeah, so we'll if get you to that attack me, sec. it goes. If I roll a critical or a shield, I'm inspired. So, okay, so we we set the boards up. We yep. we've got out our people, and then we can move. Now you can only each. So you give me the red ones every time, which are the blood reavers. You take the blue team, which are the liberators. Yeah. I think. Okay, so let's say it's I go first. I I have. Several different actions. I normally want you to go first, then you can come to me, then I can kill you. Yeah, well, why do you think I don't like that? (laughs) Because the way it seems to play is the blue team plays better as a strong defending team. Well, every time I've played this, even as the red team, I've won. Yeah, I know. I barely ever get How about we swap and you take the red team again? No. I'm hopeless at this game. Uh, So the moves that you can make are, you can make a move action. So on your card of that um, character says move four, move three, whatever. You can make a charge action where you attack them. You can go on guard. Um, you can make one of the actions printed on the card, which will be an attack action or whatever. It's attack action with a ability with the attack action sometimes. Which, and just so you know, you can each fighter can only make one move or charge action in each action phase because the game is played in each... You get three rounds. Each round, you get four turns. So, as you move through the game, so that you're really you're only going to get twelve shots for the game. You can power up any time at the end of each person's turn. Um, oh, the other options where you could draw a power card from the top of your power deck to try and increase what you can choose, or you can discard an objective card and draw another objective card. Uh, which I was doing a lot of because I couldn't complete any of mine. I did, I could complete mine like one of them is have no um, enemy fighters around your fighters, and I got that. Yeah, of course. And I got the take no damage because you ran away from me because you thought I was going to kill you. And the other thing you can do is pass too. One. Yeah, pass. Oh, you can pass. So when you come to a combat, if I go, okay, I'm moving up in your grill and I'm going to attack you. I take. X amount of dice, so on my card, if I was uh, attacking with Garrick... Well, the only reason I switched teams was because it's easier for shields to come up and the axes to come up, so I changed teams so it makes it easier for me to get things. So Garrick, um, if I'm attacking with him, he can attack anyone within a space of one hex. He gets to roll two dice and he's aiming for two hammers. And if he wins the attack, he gets he does two damage to your person. Now your person might defend with one and need a shield. So what I do is or I drop crits. I drop two uh, of my attack dice into your dice tower. They roll out the bottom, and if I get a crit or a hammer. That's might say that. Say I get a crit and a hammer. You roll your down. You get a crit. 
I still win because I've got yeah. two um, wins. I remember critical when you rolled a critical, critical and I rolled a critical, a critical so you bet my critical, but I had a hammer, so um, I still got to do the attack, and it killed you. Yes. Yeah, I had the hammer. Yeah, because the critical will always win no matter what. Uh, okay, so then you do that. Okay, then I've I've attacked you. I've done that. Um, I can then, if I had any coins there to spend, power up one of my players. And you can choose to power up one of your players. Then it would be your turn. We keep going backwards and forwards. You have a little disc that you flip over at the end of your turn so that it's like a little counter. That's what we do. We we definitely use them. Well, yeah, we sort of have to do... At the end of your three rounds, score. And normally... I don't win, but anyway. Normally I win. I pretty much... I always am focusing on collecting my glory points. Meanwhile, not having any of mine dying. Yeah, because... It, me, yeah. You, anyway. you you. I Last game, I let's put it this way. I tried to just not come and chase you up and take objectives that were going to give me points but from one being time, away from one you. But one time I got to one of yours yeah, and I you. killed it and then all of yours started coming to me and yeah. I'm like, Yay! Well, that was because I was annoyed. <laughs> i got to work out a different strategy. I'm not very good at this one. Um, they give you a couple of alternative rules in the back of the book where matched play, which is if you want to play competitively, there's a capture the artifact um, where you might have your objective to get that and you've got to be holding it at the end. And then the multiplayer games if uh, you have more people. I would like to try a multiplayer game. Because these are these really two, really cool two extra ones that you can get in it. One's like um these goblin looking things, and the other are these seven bones, which oh, yeah. I really like to look at the bone ones, but they don't look too strong. I really want the iron skull yeah, boys. Same. I want both of those set. I want the two. Seth, of them. guard. I want I, the other one as well. The problem is though that they cost. Uh, I think what is it like? Another 40 50? bucks or 50 bucks. Wasn't I saving up for one of those at one point and yeah. then I forgot about it? Yeah, because then you wanted to buy your next game. What like was Colt Express or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I got. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. I think now our rating, what are we going to give this game? As oh. our, our first venture, apart from... The, we got this before we had Gloomhaven. Now we yeah. play Gloomhaven, but... What do, what, do you, what do you give this one? What do you think? Uh, I actually really enjoy it. Um, although I just haven't really been able to win. I think every time I've played, I've lost. Yeah. And I've probably played like five times you've played. More. You've played three times with the uh, red team. Yeah. I've played two times with the red team, but I've played three times with the blue team, and I've won every time. Yeah, but even when I played with our friend, I still got smacked. No, that was closer. It was closer, but he did win. Uh, okay, so I'm going to give it, oh, let me say seven and a half. Or an eight, considering that it's ninety dollars to buy. Um, I really, I'm just so, yeah, thinking maybe. about what I think of the game. I'm yeah. thinking like a ten or a nine. So you really enjoy it. Yeah. All the games we have, you really like, don't you? Yeah. That's why we're talking about them, I guess. Okay. It's like top, top trumps, even games we don't even have. I really like. Anything else we need to talk about on that one? I'm no. trying to think. No. Okay. You good? Yep. Thanks for the emails. Oh, uh, yeah, two emails. Okay. So, this 
first one is from Lachlan. Hey guys, I've been listening to your podcast recently and so far it's been marvellous. My favourite board game is Settlers of Catan. Uh, All the best. Settlers of Catan. Catan. Catan, yeah. That's a game that we have played a fair bit. Yep. We enjoy that one. Um, We've probably moved past... when We've played it so much that you probably end up going, oh, okay, I've probably had enough of playing that for a while. But there are lots of good um, expansions for that. You did the wrong email. That's the one we sent. Oh, right, okay. Well, we replied, yeah. There you go. Right, so um, this is from a person, Brian, who does a YouTube channel called Cloak and Meeple. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm. We saw the... Hello, uh, Patrick and Robert. I've just finished episode six, and I figured I'd write in and answer your question. My three favourite games are Dead of Winter, Dinosaur Island, and Mindstrom. Mysterium. Mysterium. Keep up the great work. You're in, yours in gaming, Brian. Wow. Well, there you go. That, that's cool to get an email mm. from someone in America. Thanks, Brian, for taking the time and writing in and emailing us. Yeah, appreciate that. And, and listening. Lachlan. And yeah. Lachlan. And listening. Now, mm. that, that does make me think we probably need to talk about our... Three favourite games. Maybe we think about it this week and we'll, we'll put them up next week. What do you reckon? That's hard for me to choose. No, I know. Well, that's why you're going to need all week to think about it. I might even need longer. <laughs> oh, well, you can always change it. It doesn't. It's not mm. fixed. You know, like it's yeah. It's a fluid thing. Um, I reckon I've pretty much got some in my head that I've got that are options, but I've got more than three. Right. Okay, well, do you want to do the wind-up and we'll head out, like our email and... Okay, so our email is boardgamebasicspodcast at outlook.com and um, follow us on Twitter. Our Twitter is mm-hmm. BGB, capital B for Board Game Basic yeah. 1. Yep, so at, at BGB board at Board Game Basic 1. That's good. Keep forgetting that every time. <laughs> uh, what else? That's it. Email. Share us. If yeah. You can share um, the podcast on whatever means you have, we'd appreciate sh- it. Sh- share us. Like, tell your friends about it on Facebook and stuff like that. Yeah, that's right. That's a good way of doing it. Thanks so much for listening, sir. That's bye from me. And bye from me. Tell you what we didn't talk about was your awesome catch at the cricket yesterday mm. in your first full match of cricket yeah. with a hard cricket ball when you caught it. It came straight to me. Yeah, and I, I, I was, wasn't I there. I was pretty much standing behind the batter and then it just came, it came off their bat straight to me. Whack, hey? First well, catch. Yep. With a hard cricket didn't ball. Didn't even hurt. I was taking Mika to dancing, so I missed out. Mm. Didn't even hurt my hands. So you're sounding a bit tired today, Patch. Bit of yawning. Yeah. You were. Uh, is it our late night games? Yeah, definitely. Clank. It's worth it. It's worth it, is it? Yeah. So you're not regretting it? No. Being up late playing games. What's the fastest vegetable? I have no idea. A runner bean. Oh. <laughs>
Because it runs. Yeah, it's very funny. It's it's not doesn't run. It's a bean. Why shouldn't you tell an egg a joke? Why shouldn't you tell an egg a joke? Because it will explode. I don't know. No, because it might crack up. Oh, I was close. <laughs> you said it might explode. 